This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I have been so incredibly excited for you to hear today's episode. Today's guest is with the amazing Juliet C. Abodo, who is one of my absolute favorite people to follow on social media. She posts such great content, so many actionable tips And I love her energy, love her vibe. So she's been somebody that I've been following for some time now. And I was just so, so excited and honored to have her on the show. And if you're not already familiar with Juliet, she is a certified brain coach, master hypnotherapist, and NLP master practitioner and trainer. After graduating with her BA in psychology, she went into tech sales instead of medical school for psychiatry. And then after becoming a top sales rep and manager, she quit corporate to travel through Europe and Africa. She published two best-selling books during her travels, and she returned home to launch two businesses in tech and startup funding. But then running a six-figure business led her to extreme burnout. And when she was looking to move beyond that, that's when she rediscovered NLP and hypnosis. And that's when she started coaching other stressed out business owners using these tools. And that led her to her certification as a master hypnotherapist and NLP practitioner and studying for her PhD in psychology. Her practice offers individual and corporate brain training programs for business, career, and personal mastery. And she has a ton of offers out there for any high achievers who are looking to unlock their key to success through your subconscious. So uh, subliminals, hypnosis, hypnotherapy intensives. She has so many amazing resources and I definitely recommend heading to her website forwardinstitute.com, F-W-R-D-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E.com. Check out her subliminals and check out her Sleep Your Way to 100K program. I recommend starting there, but Julia is just so incredible. I think she makes all of this information so digestible, relatable, applicable. She has just so much experience and is really here to support people in building the lives they want, building the businesses they want, making massive impact without the burnout, which I know most of you here are very interested in. So make sure you check out all of her incredible programs, resources. Her Instagram is at Juliet C. Abodo. I will put all of her links in the show notes below so that you can check it out. She has so much incredible content, so many amazing offers. And again, just so, so excited for you to learn from Juliet today. I'm super interested in hypnotherapy. I love talking to people who have expertise when it comes to uh, the subconscious. And I love that she uh, really focuses on the things that are relevant to a lot of people in this audience. So I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs here and she has helped so many high achieving entrepreneurs build the businesses of their dreams. And uh, she's done that herself as well with the tools that she is going to share more about today. So I cannot wait for you to hear this one. Before we jump into it, I just want to give you a reminder about the masterclass I am hosting on August 24th at 5 p.m. Pacific. I will be talking about the three big mistakes holding you back from a six-figure business. We are going to be talking about business energetics. So if you are looking to stop trading your time for money, finally get paid for what you're worth, wake up every day and do work that doesn't feel like work, we're going to talk about getting clear with yourself and your clients on what you do and how you serve. We're going to talk about scarcity mindset, abundance mindset, how scarcity mindset is keeping you stuck and what to do about it, how to stop self-sabotaging yourself with any limiting beliefs, and there'll be a Q&A at the end. So I would love to see you there. Again, it'll be Tuesday, August 24th at 5 p.m. PST. If you can't make it live, then don't worry. You will get the replay if you sign up. And all you have to do to reserve your spot is just sign up The link will be 
in the show notes below. You can also head to my link tree on Instagram and find it there. And I I hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that's the only main update I have. And I want to jump into today's amazing episode. So enjoy this conversation with the incredible Juliette Abodo. I get a lot of messages from people early on in their entrepreneurial journey. And I noticed that a lot of people feel stuck and I totally understand how you are feeling. I've been there too, and I have worked with hundreds of people who have felt the same. And for a lot of people, they feel like the harder they work, the further they actually get from building an aligned and abundant business. So if you can relate to this, I have some really exciting news. I am pumped because No Bullshit Business School is officially coming back, relaunching. This program is newly revamped and exactly what you need to help propel you forward in your business. This is something I have poured my heart and soul into to create all of the resources that I wish I had starting out and to offer you the resources that are going to serve you for years and years and years throughout your journey as an entrepreneur. This course contains all of the original Nobius Biz School teachings on how to successfully build your online coaching business, plus even more new video lessons, emphasizing the real secret to success, mastering your energetics and following your intuition in your business. The best part is that No BS Biz School is now self-paced so you can get the support you need whenever and wherever you need it. And you can go fully at your own pace on your own time, because I know this is what a lot of entrepreneurs are really looking for. When you sign up for No BS Biz School, you will get access to over 20 hours of video lesson content, plus another 10 hours of exclusive video interviews with other six and seven figure entrepreneurs in the industry, plus downloadable PDF guides and lifetime access to the whole course. We cover truly everything you need to know from finding your niche and creating magnetic content to money mindset and manifestation hacks in your business. You will also be able to connect with a group of like-minded, soul-centered entrepreneurs who are also taking the course in our private Facebook community. So if you're looking for a mind, body, soul approach to up-leveling and building your business to six figures and beyond without needing a huge social media following or any paid ads, this is the course for you. Most of my clients have less than 200 followers. This is building your business all through organic growth that you can work smarter, not harder, and build your business in an aligned way. I have poured my heart and soul into creating this container for people who are ready to cut through the BS and grow their businesses. And I have seen so many (laughs) incredible transformations from the clients who've gone through this course. And these transformations are not just in their business, but also in their overall lives. And I am so excited for you to do the same. This is probably the only business course you will ever need. So if you're ready to make quantum leaps in your business, just head to bit dot ly slash no bs biz school to learn more about everything included and get on the wait list to get first access when we relaunch again that's bit.ly slash no bs biz school you can check out countless testimonials and learn all about what you will receive in the program there and i cannot wait to support you on your journey juliet i am so excited to have you on the show today thank you so much for being here. Um, and I want to jump in with some rapid fire questions. If you're cool with that, just to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. All right. So first, my first question is how do you like to start your day? I really like to start my day. Um, honestly, just waking up kind of reviewing my dream. If I remember it that day, Um, then I do, um, a short visualization of like what I need to kind of do for the rest of the day and visualize myself doing it. Um, cause I was diagnosed with ADHD. So it helps me kind of remember to stay on track Mm. because I could write my to-do list, but then the next day it's like something else. I'll completely forget it. So I have my to-do list actually like written down, not on my phone. Because if I pick up my phone, then it's around. <laughs> so I see my to-do list and I do the visualization of me doing my to-do list. And then I just like make my bed and, and then I'll do whatever I feel called to. Like if I need to do a movement exercise, if I need to like go get some vitamin D immediately on my balcony, or I might just like hop in the shower. Okay. I love that. Well, and I also, I think later I want to get into some 
some tips for people who have been diagnosed with ADHD? Because I, I know there are a lot of, I think it's very common in the light worker space, um, you know, intuitive star seed, all of that. So definitely want to go deeper into that, but that's a great tip. Um, do you remember your dreams most nights? Not recently. Um, recently I, I haven't really remembered it, but, um, I'll wake up with like a feeling or something that I need to do or like a message. And so that's, so that's been what's been happening recently, like the past since like April, actually. Mm, okay. Do. Yeah. I, I always like had such vivid dreams and remember them. And at school, like growing up, I would go in every day and all my friends would be like, what was your dream last night? And we'd sit around and just talk about my dreams and they made no sense. Um, and, uh, and then like I got older and I realized, Oh, there's like a lot, there's a lot happening in here. <laughs> um, so, but I think that's also such a great tip just like to have the intention of like, like stopping for a second and thinking about, do I remember anything? Because I find that there are a lot of people that tell me they don't remember any of their dreams. And once they start just taking time in the morning to think about it, they start to remember them more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for me too, um, and I used to, and I don't actually lucid dream a lot now as well. Um, I think it was like a lot of the times my dreams came when I do remember them is when I'm dealing with something that I need mm-hmm. to, to resolve or I'm worried about something. And so the past few months I've been very content and haven't been too worried about anything. Last year, lucid dreaming, like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, <laughs> wild. Like, take a trip. <laughs> um, so, so I think that um, usually, like, my state of mind, my conscious yeah. state of mind determines whether I dream um, vividly or not, too. Mm, there we go. There we go. That makes sense to me thinking about it. I had a, I had a troubled thought process as a child. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my dreams were so wild. Um, okay, we're gonna talk more about that when we get into the episode. Okay, so my next question is: What's a product you're into right now? It could be a food, like food, clothing item, skincare, a book, like some type of physical product. I am obsessed with my um, Nespresso machine. Um, okay, there yeah, we go. I've been, yeah, I've been making. Um, before I used to just like order Starbucks every day and now I just make my coffee and it's just like the process of making my coffee has just been so, um, so mindful. And then I could set my intention on in the coffee and then have my little gold straw. And yeah. That looks way more luxurious than Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah. It's just been a vibe. So that's what I'm (laughs) currently obsessed with. I love taking pictures of the car. Co- I just have like an album of coffee. <laughs> like, I love that. So what's in your coffee today? Uh, so I use um, dessert caramel, not caramel syrup, but like, you know, the caramel topping, the dessert. Yeah. So I put it at the bottom, a little thin layer. So um, when I put the hot coffee in, it melts it. And then I put ice cubes and then I use the, um, Starbucks caramel macchiato creamer, like a little bit of it, not too much. And it makes it, and then the ice makes the, um, makes it look like there's more milk than there mm-hmm. is or more creamer. So it's, it's really good. It's pretty, pretty. That's such a good tip. That's such a good tip. Put the, the caramel at the bottom. All right. There we go. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Next is what's a, what's a topic you're really into right now? Um, it could be something that's coming up a lot in your business or just personally something you're really into learning more about. Um, crypto. Mm. I've been really, um, so I've been following someone on TikTok. I believe, I don't know if, if they, if they uh, changed their handle, if it's, but it's like crypto, which mm-hmm. believe. And then there's some other accounts on Twitter that I follow, but I'm, I'm really getting into learning more about it. Um, you know, just having like you, I take advantage of like buying Bitcoin and stuff, but like now there's like different types. And so I really, and I really want to, um, master it. So that's something I'm into right now. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I am. I just, my friend has a course on it. So I just got that and I'm meaning to set aside some time to go through that because I, I want to learn a lot more about it too. I know it's very relevant. Um, but 
I don't know. There's a piece of me that that resists it. (laughs) No, I know. And it's like, I I was resisting, but then I see, because my dad is in his 80s. And he he was like, um, it's like he kind of ignored certain things. So now he has to catch up. So it's like, all right. So if I see something now, I don't want to be older in, in my old age and then miss out or yeah. I have to catch up. So I'm forcing myself and the resistance that I have to not learn this, like, cause I'm so used to this way. So I'm like, I know this most likely will take over. So let me learn it now before it. <laughs> well, and it's, it, it just feels like everything's moving so quickly, you know, that if you don't catch up, you're going to be like, we're going to be way far behind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with that and probably have more insight than me. <laughs> and I, one thing that really kicked off is that the big banks, like, so bank of America, they were like, ew, no, don't do <laughs> they didn't be like, not quote, exact quotes. <laughs> quote, ew, no, please don't. <laughs> ew, don't do crypto. <laughs> like that's all fake, Bitcoin, whatever. Now they're developing their own coin. There we go. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, but not surprised. So yeah. everybody listen up. I know there's a resistance to the change, which I'm sure there's a lot of subconscious <laughs> stuff yeah, we, could, we could get into. Okay. <laughs> love it. Okay. Last, last, all of the personality things. So first of all, starting with human design type authority profile. Do you know those? Um, so I, you're a generator right yeah yeah so I'm definitely a generator um I remember like some a five and a three okay yeah five okay three five or five five. yeah those numbers so I remember like the that those numbers in the Mm -hmm. court and um are you a sacral response that sounds familiar. Your body says yes. You listen yeah. to your body. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's a response. Okay. Mm-hmm. There we go. I, like, <laughs> the, <laughs> I don't want to do it. This it's really no way to make me do it, or like it will. I'll do it and it'll tank, and then I'll mm-hmm. say, "See, I knew I was wrong." Yeah. <laughs> or I knew I didn't want to do this, and so and like I, my body will literally shut down. I remember my back went out for one client um I was working with when I first started my um Facebook advertising business and they wanted me to come into the office and essentially become an employee and I was so resistant to this because I'm like I'm a consultant and so I was so resistant to it that my back went oh my gosh I mean (laughs) like not surprised though I mean I see things like that with my body too like I will get I'll have really bad symptoms. Um, I had something with my tooth the other day where I was like, I literally couldn't speak. And I was like, I need to listen. Our bodies are loud. Yeah, very loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like you literally can't. You can't. We just won't let you. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, astrology, sun, moon, rising, north node, any of those? Uh, so my sun is Leo. My rising is Gemini. My moon is Capricorn. Um, my Mercury is Leo Mm. and my Mars is Cancer. North node. I'm trying to remember. I know my Venus is Virgo because that's been, (laughs) (laughs) that's been been coming up. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Um, okay. Love that. I totally see that. Um, I'm a Gemini moon, so see that in your rising okay and lastly enneagram oh um i can't remember i feel like you're probably a three or an eight three or eight that those numbers seem familiar it's like because i it's like i took all the tests and i have Mm -hmm. it and then it's just like (laughs) yeah wait actually oh it's come back three there we go. Yeah. There we go. Did you just, did you just jump in your subconscious? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. Tell me how that just worked. So whenever I can't remember something, I kind of give myself a prompt, let go mm. because it's almost like, um, when you're forcing, like when you know, when you force the seatbelt, yeah. <laughs> the seatbelt's like, I don't know what you, so that you let go. 
and then mm-hmm. you can put it in. And so that, that click, that's what happened. Okay. Love that. Okay. So maybe we can just segue into, can you explain, I think, I mean, I talk a lot about the subconscious on, on the show, but I think for anybody new, it's helpful. Can you explain the difference between the conscious and subconscious mind? So conscious is um, essentially like you're, you're aware of what, why you're doing certain things or what's going on. Your subconscious is almost like those nudges and, and things that when you, when you act a certain way, you respond a certain way and you're like, I don't know why I did that. I don't know what happened. That's your subconscious taking over um, and showing and expressing how you truly feel or what you truly think or how you, what you truly believe. Because if you want to save money, for example, and then all of a sudden you just splurge and spend the money that you saved up and you're like, I don't know what happened because subconsciously you don't feel safe having that much money. Mm. It makes you feel uncomfortable. So you need to get rid of it. I think that's a really common one that people don't want to believe is, is coming into play for them. Cause I see that a lot with clients as well. And, um, I know there are a lot of like, so, like so many applications for hypnosis, but I think money's a, a helpful place to start. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> because it, it's the one that holds people back. You know, I, I've heard you talk about like, what's the thing you want. And then I want this, but, you know, and I feel like that, but for so many people is I don't have the money for it. So how do you support people when they're in that place? Like, where's the first place to start? So I tell them to do this exercise, make a list of everything and anything that they want. And um, I have them write how much it costs, right? And then I have them, then next, in the next side, I said, how can you get this without spending any money? Brainstorm. One way to get this item or this thing without spending a dime. You can win a trip, a vacation to an all-inclusive resort. I remember I, one time I did something where I, um, I was going on vacation with my sister and I don't know what happened, but my PayPal account was frozen. And so I didn't have any money and I was just like, let me just go on this vacation. I would, hopefully it'll work out. And it turns out the resort was all-inclusive. So I get there and I'm like, huh, I'm just going to have to eat was fine I'll be snatched whatever <laughs> like barely eating <laughs> good in my bikini if I pass out whatever and so turns out he's like oh so yeah I know it's um, all inclusive and it was just so and that's when I was like everything just the switch flipped for me mm-hmm. I was like I don't really need money things can just work out like I was so focused on manifesting money when I could just manifest these situations to give me the things that I want. And then I started to move forward with that. And that's when everything changed. And I said, I wonder if I could do this in business as well. Like if I want traffic, do I need to pay for Facebook ads? Or could someone, stump, someone with a large following stumble upon my account and repost it because they feel called to? Mm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like all of these things that I was thinking that I was limited by money when the world is actually all inclusive. Mm. The entire world is all inclusive, really. I love that. I love that. You know, I, I think the other thing is that so many people think that they're going to be happy when, when they get X amount of money. And I've seen it again and again, and I've experienced too, like I've hit financial goals and I'm like, I'm not even happy here. Like I have no time. Like I was totally in that burnout, burnout phase. Or I see people, I have, I have, I know a lot of people who are just very frantic. Like they have a ton of money. They've done really well, but they're so frantic around it. They're so afraid of losing it. And I'm like, is this actually what you wanted? You know, is this actually what you wanted? And I think a lot of people just like, they don't even realize what they want because what is the money going to get you? Exactly. And it's like, you end up partnering. And then two, this is another realization I had when I had two six-figure businesses. I felt so trapped, so stuck. Like I finally took a vacation to Paris and um, one of the clients was like, oh, I know that you're having fun in Paris right now, but I just had a question. And it was just like, 
I I was like, I don't want to do this. This is not what I thought. Like, yes, I have the money in my bank, but I'm stressed out and I'm feeling guilty about being on vacation. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm not enjoying this money that I'm making. And so I started to try, I was my, instead of money, I was seeking, I started to seek satisfaction. That's huge. I, I want to be satisfied. I mm-hmm. don't just want money because if you gave me a bag of money right now and said, you can't spend it. What is that? What is that to me? Mm-hmm. What is that to me? And then also during this time, um, one of like a popular or one of my internet friends passed away from cancer and they're very young. Thank you. And it was just like, and she sent out a video just like telling everyone before she passed, like this, do what you need to do. And so that really just like woke me up and, um, went into, you know, depressive episode. And I was just like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know where, where to go. And that's when, um, hypnosis came back into my life. Mm, Yeah. So can you explain like how hypnosis works for people? Because I know some people have like a lot of misunderstandings or probably used to like stage hypnosis. Remember my you know, high school grad night, we like, we're acting like monkeys and stuff. Oh, really? Um, yeah. All of that. But I've had, you know, when I found out about like hypnotherapy, hypnosis, more on my healing journey, it totally changed the game for me. And I was like, why is everybody not, why did it take me this long to learn about th- this and like this application? Um, so can you explain a little bit about how it, how it works? Sure. So, you know, it's like hypnosis was actually very common and it's, it's older than psychology. Um, the field of psychology and actually inspired psychology because people started to understand consciousness, mm. um, waking the the phase between sleep, being fully asleep and being fully awake. And during that, that phase, you're very open to suggestions and suggestions help you essentially easily navigate your reality. So we we get negative suggestions and positive suggestions or maybe resourceful suggestions and unresourceful unresourceful suggestions that can make you more indebted or dependent on a specific source or entity. And so that's why we have commercials, we have music, we have, they invest so much money in entertainment because this is how you're able to really implant suggestions and create, um, lock in people into a particular reality mm-hmm. during this state. Because when you're entertained, when your focus and your attention is, is on something for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, that's when you're, the information is being fed to your mind. So with hypnosis, it gives you control of what's being fed to your mind. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I was just talking about, uh, I just recorded a solo podcast a couple of days ago and I was talking about how I had went on this, I just stopped consuming content for a while, like just no TV, no movies, no books, no music for for a while. And then when I started reintroducing things, I would go back and listen to my old playlist and I'd be like, what the hell am I listening to? Like it was, it was gross. And these are things that for years I just had on background, like replay. I mean, even thinking about, you know, I'm glad this is all being brought brought to light, but just, we sing along to songs and like, what are we saying? Like, that's so, that's so powerful. And, and I think it's important for people to realize because so many people, you know, especially at this time are like walking around thinking they're like awake to everything going on. And you don't realize most people don't realize all of the programming (laughs) that's just like as a part of their daily life, you know? Like I, now I have a bone to pick with Sarah Jessica Parker at Sex and City. Like you, (laughs) (laughs) I even, what? This is how I dated? This is what I thought like romantic (laughs) partnerships were supposed to be like? That's true. Like I I can't, so I would, because I went to watch it now, like have something in the background. And I was like, what is, what? (laughs) I can't even watch that show. Half the show, most of the shows I watched growing up too, I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. so 
I have a nephew that's turning two and we like really are just like making sure he's not like, we don't, his mom doesn't let him watch um, Peppa Pig. She's like, no, she's very sassy to her parents. Like she told her parents to shut up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, we're seeing all of this stuff and we just like plopped our kids or plopped our, we ourselves were plopped in front of the television. And it's like, we're wondering why we have commitment issues. We don't know how to engage um, in healthy discourse, you know, everything. It's like either I'm right or I'm wrong. I have to win. Um, Hey, like love, love should be painful and exciting. Or Mm -hmm. if it isn't, then it's, and then you need love in your life. What's your life without love? Like, you know, all these things, like you have to, um, get married, you have to have children, you have to do this, like even like gender roles, all these things. It's like, who said this? And then knowing too that they've changed over the years also makes it less, less, makes them less real because all of this has changed over centuries. Mm-hmm. Like where we are now isn't where we started. So it's like we just agree upon a set of rules based on is in power at the time. Jeez. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's, it's, it's true. And it's like, I will go back to things that I used to think made me feel good like years ago. And I'm like, this is so low frequency. Like this is painful. And I think everything, yes, like relationships is a huge one. So many people struggling in relationships, but also I think this, I think a lot of people create more stress than needs to be there my opinion that I see. And I certainly have, have (laughs) done that. Um, and I think a lot of that, like this, like struggle is so glorified in music and television, you know, like we, we see that. And, um, I see that all the time with like clients, people around me, I'm like, why are you making that harder than it has to be? And it's like this belief that if I don't trudge through the mud and it's not the hardest thing that I don't, I I don't deserve it. I didn't earn it, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm curious um, what you have to say about that or any reframes there. And, and it's, um, it all started off when we, we got to school because, you know, it, depending on your household, but most households, like they, they usually allow you to, they feed you, clothe you, and it's just a given. And then you go to school and then you are starting to be graded on your, of sitting still on your obedience. Um, graded on and and told to show your work, um, mm-hmm. told to do this work in order to get this grade. So we're so used to doing work to get a grade and getting approval, so we can move forward. So we're always so now as adults, it's almost like we we wait for permission, we wait to be graded, so we can move forward. Mm-hmm. When and so we think that the more work that we do, the better grades we'll get, and the faster we can move forward because that's how we've been conditioned to. But when you're an adult, you realize that those rules really don't apply. And then also, too, is also class because that's very middle class. I went to boarding school, and so the kids that I went to school with and the curriculum that we had, I saw the difference. Um, they're not taught that. We were taught to look for the fastest way, the best option. Interesting. We were, we were taught to look for a solution. I remember um, it was actually math class and it, they, he would give us a riddle. If, instead of like actually learning math, we, it was better like we got the grade to kind of almost override needing to do the math. It's like, but you he's like, so you got the answer. And I remember saying, yeah, but you don't need me to show you my work. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> That's so interesting. You got the answer. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I remember I tried out for um, different things because I was getting ready for college. And so I was, I ran for um, vice president, president of all these different clubs. And I would do the work necessary, but there's one club that I did a lot of work for it. And this other girl won. And I was like, what the hell? Like she barely shows up to meetings, but she, when she did come, she would mix network, mingle, 
bring some food or something and people would link that like when she did show up she brought food or something mm. and so I told my um a counselor there and I was just I was in the library I was always in the library I was like ah. he's like Juliet I'm gonna give you this advice I know you're not asking for it but I'm gonna give this to you you work really hard when you don't have to you actually need to learn how to play the game wow and I'm like 15 and I'm like yeah I play field hockey what are you he's like no Juliet you need to learn how to play the game. And something something clicked and I was like, oh, okay. So then the next year, my junior year, I did this, I did those things. I I would um, basically link positive emotions to my present. And so people would be like, oh, Juliet's here, blah, blah. And so when I ran, I won. When I ran again, I won. Mm. And it was just really understanding how different systems work, different little ecosystems work. Like what do people need from you in order for you to receive what you want? And then now that I'm older and understanding energetic exchange. Sometimes it's like people don't need all of that because <laughs> you're going to make them feel uncomfortable. It's like just so much energy being sent their way that makes them uncomfortable. But if you're just to give them, present them with this, the right amount of energy in the right form, then it's easier for them to receive. And then they feel like they want to give back to you. One of the most common questions I get asked is, how many drinks do I have in a day? And it's a good question. And the answer is a lot, a lot. I'm pretty sure Organifi runs through my veins at this point. Pretty sure because I'm basically drinking Organifi all day. I'm on the Organifi diet. So, oh man, people always ask me my favorite products. Y'all, I use all of Organifi's products. I'm obsessed with them. And I also just want to give a shout out to their protein powder because it's so good. But I'm going to tell you my my top two right now. I'm just going to say it. Number one, Organifi Green. Drink this every morning. Love this greens powder. It is delicious, minty, fresh green juice packed with 11 superfoods. Great for naturally supporting detoxification in the body and boosting your energy naturally. So you can get an extra energy boost without a ton of caffeine. And you know me, I am a big believer in supporting detoxification naturally, just for me with all the energy I'm processing with everything going on in the world. And this is just really gentle support. For me, it has a lot of the superfoods that I like to get into my diet every single day anyway. So it's really convenient in one powder. For example, spirulina and chlorella. Y'all know I am obsessed with with both of those. Algae, true superfood, great for detox, loaded with micronutrients. So both of those are in green juice as well as moringa. Absolutely love this for naturally boosting energy. It makes me feel so alive and fresh and great for skin health, as well as ashwagandha and adaptogen. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that helps to balance the hormone levels in your body, especially cortisol. And I like to just feel balanced even in the morning. Those are just a few of the superfoods in green juice. It tastes so good. And I like to put it in water and then add in a little nut milk. It tastes so creamy, delicious, so, so good. So I love that every morning. And then my other favorite I need to give a shout out to is Harmony. Oh my God. If you don't have your hands on Harmony, it is so good. Instant hot chocolate, specifically designed to help balance hormones. And here's the thing. I'm pretty skeptical when people say you can just put a scoop in water and it tastes good. Usually it doesn't taste good. Usually you need to add nut milk. Let's let's just be honest. This stuff, I just pour it in hot water and I am good to go. If you love cacao, this is for you. It has, uh, of course, so many superfoods, including cacao, as well as maca. I've used maca for a few years now. It's really, really great for me personally with enhancing my energy naturally without like a huge boost my alertness, but also for balancing hormones. Chased berry, one of the most popular herbal remedies for PMS and cramps. Shatavari, a well-known herb that has adaptogenic properties as well. Those are a few of the superfoods, but this is packed with deliciousness. 
all organic ingredients, a delicious way to naturally uh, balance your hormones. And I know a lot of people are really looking to support their hormones right now, naturally support their bodies. This is an easy, delicious way to do it. And there's a reason why I live off Organifi. It tastes so good. And I feel truly amazing when I've gone on trips and not brought my Organifi. Thankfully, they have travel packets. But if I ever don't drink my Organifi, I really notice a difference. I can't recommend this stuff enough. So if you want to try out Harmony, Green Juice, or any of their other products, I'm obsessed with them all. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and you'll get 15% off. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash CTC. And that code CTC will get you 15% off. And when you get your order in the mail, definitely post social media and tag me so I can see what you got. So I have had people in some of my discussions of how energy works uh, and subconscious manifesting people bring up, well, is this manipulating? And I'm like, to me, I'm like, I don't consider it manipulation when my intention is like from love for myself and other people. Right. Mm -hmm. But, and I, just the other day I saw one of my friends was talking about um, adjusting your body language to invite somebody to, to ask you on a date. And somebody comments and they go, isn't this manipulating somebody? And she was like, no, because you're not forcing anybody. You're just inviting them like, hey, I'm open to this. Um, so I'm just curious, like your thoughts on that or if that ever comes up. Because um, for me, that it's not manipulating if the energetic exchange is equal. It's actually manipulating when you try to guilt people into buying your stuff or yeah. Or you try to say, I did all this work. I did this. So you, you all should buy it. Or like, I'm, I don't charge that much. So you should still buy it. Like that actually is <laughs> more, you know, it's like, yeah. it's only a dollar. Buy it. <laughs> like that's, that's more manipulating than, you know, honestly presenting something of value, making that person feel good and making the choice and the decision to work with you mm. in exchange for your energy. Because, and then you're, that's why it's important too. your energetic exchange should feel good. Like you shouldn't, um, like I only did it to, to at meetings and clubs that actually want, that I actually cared about, you know, the yeah. environmental club, the, um, the women's club, all of those things. So I didn't like just join random clubs to join them. Like this is the things I actually wanted. So I, so I made sure people knew that I wanted it because I wasn't telling people what I wanted and people didn't understand that. So the energy, the resonance was off. And even when, um, when you reached out to me to be on, on your podcast, the energy that you came to me with was aligned because I say no to a lot of people that ask me to be on their podcast because it's always like the energy's off. Like they want me to leave a review for the podcast and then do this and then a handstand. I'm like, man, I just, <laughs> we just met. <laughs> I, I, I haven't heard it. Like, I don't listen, you know? And so I've listened to your podcast before as well. So it made sense. Mm -hmm. It was resonant. The energy was aligned. And so, and that would, um, manipulation comes from the, from people that don't understand the concept of, um, equilibrium and energetic exchange. Mm. So that's where manipulation comes in because they don't know how to actually manage their own energetic exchange. That's such a good way of phrasing it. And I'm so grateful that, that you did want to come on the podcast. <laughs> I'll just add again. Um, but just the way you frame that, I think that was helpful for me because sometimes I have a hard time explaining when I, when I'm talking to people and I'm trying to explain almost like etiquette and how you ask and why sometimes it makes sense to make an ask. And other times it's like too much, you know, like, if one of my best friends wants to sit down and pick my brain for 30 minutes, I'm probably going to say yes, because that person has given me so much. But if mm -hmm. some random person from the internet, I've never talked to wants to get on the phone with me and I'm like, I can't, right. I just, I just can't. Um, and so I think what you just said, I feel like is such a good way to explain that, like that, that energetic equilibrium, um, because that's, it is true. It's like an ask could make sense in certain situations, but not others. So that energy exchange is super key. Exactly. And so people always think like, oh, um, you have to pay someone money. No, a lot of times it's not about that. Like, for example, I um, did, I ended up doing a, like one of my last virtual conferences 
for free. Like they didn't, I didn't charge them only because the person that was managing this supported me um, online virtually, like always like commenting on my pictures, um, photos I post, like sharing my stuff, um, engaging with me in my stories, just being so very, just always like giving their, like um, authentically giving their two cents. Like they didn't come and say, well, in my practice, I too love to do, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like the $1.80 strategy or whatever. And it, but it was very, always authentically engaging with me. So when she came to me with this ask and she did it very simply and then handled everything, it made sense to say yes. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like pressured or anything versus someone that um, engages, engaged with me occasionally and then said that they have um, this and that they would need um, this time and this time and all of this. And I was just, no, <laughs> here are my rates. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's true. And I think that goes back to what, what you were saying at the beginning about like, um, how you don't necessarily need money to get all these things, right. There are so many different ways to exchange energy. And that is what people want at the end of the day. Like, cause I'm the same as you're talking, I'm like, I'm the same. Like how come for some people I would charge and other people I wouldn't, it's just, do I feel that there's been an energetic exchange? It has to feel, it has to feel even. So yeah, I think that's super, super helpful for people. Um, Mm -hmm. I also just wanted to go back to, because when you were talking before about school, this just stood out to me, the obedience piece um, and being like praised for obedience. And I feel like that's playing out so strongly right now. And I think it's helpful for people to like bring awareness to where I think people are having trouble standing up for their beliefs or, or themselves and to realize like all the different places that comes from, you know, not just school, but um I'm curious how you see that holding entrepreneurs back. Yeah. So the, the um, feeling of not being able to charge because you just started out in your mm. business, for example, um, you're like, Oh, um, like you feel like you're a kindergarten because we're so used to starting off in kindergarten and then we go to high school. Well, that doesn't really apply in business. You charge for the transformation you're about to provide. Like, you know, you don't tell a plastic surgeon after they graduate from medical school, like, oh, um, since you just graduated this, this uh, <laughs> plants, which is going to be like $10. No, yeah. like, you know, okay. Uh, but it's like, they'd probably be very busy, but, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's not how it works in business as well. And then um, also you think about being graded by your client you often are just like really attached to being graded. And if you see them go and work with someone else, you feel like, oh, I didn't pass. Oh, oh, they didn't, I didn't help them. It's like, no, you need to see yourself as like a part of that client's journey. Because they have their own life. Hopefully they have a long life and you're just a very small piece of it that you're able to give them a piece a piece to the puzzle of their life. So we, we think that we are, have like this big project when your business is smaller than you think, and you also, but also bigger than you think at the same time. Can you speak more on that? So the fact that where you let, where you lie within your client's life, just like a little piece of their puzzle, but then where you are in your, where your business is in your life, in terms of, even if you just started out, you are this piece of their puzzle. Mm-hmm. So are you really going to help them solve the puzzle faster, easier, more enjoyable? Like what do you have to, how do you make this experience and what's the transformation that you offer? So charge according to that. Love it. Yeah. I think also I see a lot of connected to this, like a misunderstanding of the client's results, right. Of like, I like people coming from an energy without realizing it of, I want to be the source of their results and the source of their transformation. And it's like, they're, they're doing it right. Like we can support them in the tools, but at the end of the day, I mean, you could be the best practitioner, whatever you do in the world, but if somebody chooses to get it in the container and not apply themselves, like that's on them. Right. Or if they choose to apply themselves, that's also on, yeah, <laughs> on them. Yeah. Yeah, I always tell I always tell my clients it's like this journey that you're on and the gift that you are giving yourself 
is something that people can't take away from you. No one can take away your healing. Mm-hmm. You, you did that healing. You did that work. And that's something that no one could ever take away. From you. Mm, I love that. Okay. So this kind of runs into, I know you work with a lot of overthinkers and overachievers and overthinking is something that I, I see a lot of, I was for sure an endless overthinker. Um, and I see this paralyze a lot of people in, in moving forward in their lives. Where would you suggest somebody starts if they're really struggling with, with overthinking everything? Yeah. So sometimes, um, this can be seen as a trauma response, like on, so, or freeze rather. And so you're stuck in launch mode. You're stuck in um, trying to take more courses. You're always thinking that there's never enough. And so I would tell people to go back to their childhood to when this feeling, when did they first remember feeling this way? This feeling of not being enough, of needing to do more or not believing that it was safe to just focus on one thing or safe to, to think that everything would be all right. When was this first time? And then think about, is this actually true? Like, was this just a particular instance? And why did you allow this one incident or this particular instance to color your entire life moving forward? Hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think a lot of people overlook the small things. And those are often things that can make the biggest difference. Like, you know, I've had people tell me, I keep thinking about this, this scene from when I'm younger, but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't seem relevant. It's like their sister stole their toy. And I'm like, but that could be the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now you feel like you don't want to collaborate with someone because you, they're going to steal your ideas. Mm-hmm. So when you've identified it, then what? Like, let's say you have a memory and you're like, whoa, it stemmed from there. So that's when you need to um, understand like, why? Why did you decide to make it the the main point or like the foundation of your decisions moving forward? And so now that you know that you need to, when you think about the future and how this could possibly come up, um, tell yourself that you're going to act differently. You're going to respond differently or you'll take, take a minute to respond versus react. Mm-hmm. Making it conscious, right? (laughs) New choices, new choices, Um, which I think is just a good tool overall, like living in today's (laughs) living. Well, anytime really, right? Just like being a responsible person, I suppose, with all the programming that's that's available to us. Um, With with hypnosis, can you explain like to people what what would that actually look like in a session? Like, what is that like obviously not very specifically exactly, but like if somebody was to do a session with you, um, what's the overall like process like? Oh, it's um, it's very different for each person. Okay, um, because I have an intake form, and with the intake form, it depending on what the issue is, um, mm-hmm. it can start off with energy healing. It could start off with going back to your childhood, it can start off with just like conscious work. Okay. Depends on, on the person, but, um, it, I do, I can tell you that it's, it's the framework that I use, um, is able to hit the layers of the mind essentially. So, um, your unconscious, your physical body, um, your emotional body, mental, your subconscious, your unconscious, and then also your soul. Love it. You know, it's, I've had heard different people have different opinions around, like some people very strongly feel that if we just focus on expanding, moving forward and who we want to be, then that will just kind of clear out everything from before. And other people, you know, believe that it's really important to kind of clear out anything blocking us from before in order to be able to kind of move forward. Um, what is, what is your experience with, with that? It's actually both. Mm-hmm. And also um, to both of those aspects, those um, process, the two-prong approach, but also include the fact that you don't have to kill your old self or let your old self go. In fact, you want to thank your old self and, and understand that they're there to offer you clues. Because even though um, they had some fears and doubts, 
They also learned lessons that you can utilize in the present to create the future that you want. So understanding that things are different now, so you can usually filter out the fear from your past self to take the actual lesson and the cheat sheet that they're offering you to use in the present to create the future that you want. Mm. So working together with your past self, your present self and your future self is what truly creates alignment and self-trust. Yeah, I love that explanation because I think that sometimes like, I totally understand the looking forward approach because I think sometimes people can get really caught up just only in the past. Like, you know, some people are just only looking at that. Um, But on the other hand, I find that sometimes people have a lot of like resistance to the other versions of themselves. Like what you were saying, you know, it's like, I just want to be done with my old self and never talk to them again. Um, And that's just pushing a piece of ourselves away. Exactly. And, And then it's like, it makes you feel like you can't trust yourself, even though your old self got you to where you are now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. This is kind of c- connected to like, I mean, past, present, future selves, souls. I'm curious, like in your work, cause I know you've worked with so many people and like, how, how often does this elicit like a spiritual awakening once people start working with you? So, um, a lot of people actually, they kind of have their spiritual awakening before they come work mm-hmm. with me. And so they're just, um, unclear as to what, what's going on. Like they know that something is off or something's wrong. So sometimes during the session, it can, we can go back as far to a past life or even to, um, to an ancestral memory. Mm-hmm because it's, you know, in, within your DNA with um, epigenetics and gene expression. So you have memories in your DNA. So tapping into that from your ancestral DNA sometimes. So having those um, memories unlocked and either revealed, dealt with and cleared or revealed, dealt with and um, integrated really helps people move forward in their spiritual awakening and spiritual actualization. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about ancestral healing, ancestral trauma and how that comes up. Um, it's something that people have been ask, asking about quite a bit recently and I haven't talked about on the podcast. So um, mm. I know, I know you do a lot of that, that work. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah. So um, in school, we, we learn about epigenetics and um, for example, a popular example is the Irish potato famine and how the ancestors of people who died during the famine or who survived rather now kind of hold more um, fat deposits because within on their bodies because they were starved to death. Mm. And so wait, I'm just laughing because now I'm wondering if this is why I, I hated potatoes for so long because <laughs> I'm half Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That could actually, yeah. On it, it's, it's like it, it's just like the fact that it clicked, like that comes up, and then, and then you think about too, like, do you have collections of things? Do you hold on to things? Like, kind of, do you have family members that hoard? Totally. My whole my this is so funny. Yeah, my mom's side. That's the Murphy side, the Irish side. Um, they are love y'all if anyone's listening but like they they hold on to way too much stuff like it's a problem um so yeah very much yeah yeah so hoarding all that and that that's expressed through the memories of the time when things were taken away um you weren't given the resources you were and that's it and the the lack is there and so too that um type of lack being expressed within your genetics when you start your business um you the way that you move through your business is is full of sometimes fear like with my clients they had a lot of fear of loss um they didn't really have a fear of failure it was just a fear of losing everything so that's what we ended up going back the losing of everything because her um her family actually they had um businesses that were taken from them and so now everyone in her family is like, oh, no, you don't start a business. Work, work. They, everyone works in her family. She's like, once again, starting the entrepreneurial 
aspect of the family. And so I'm like, look at this. Mm-hmm. By you becoming an entrepreneur again, you're going back, you're healing and doing this healing work. You're going to heal your bloodline. Because now if she decides to have children, a new generation is going to clear that, that lack, clear that need to hold on to things and give them the freedom to start businesses again if they want to. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so powerful. And I think it's taking the power back because I think a lot of people have uh, maybe grown up around the idea of like, this is what happened. And so this is just the way it is. Like we're destined to this, or this is just how we are. Or even like with illness, like I've talked about, um, you know, how things get passed down more so in the context of illness um, and health issues. Um, But instead of just viewing it as like, this is this is what happens in our family or this is what happened. And so we're just destined this way. It's like taking the power back and like, I can heal this now um, and actually heal the whole line before us. Yeah, exactly. Just super powerful. Mm-hmm. You, heal, you essentially heal eight generations back and eight wow. generations forward by doing this work. That's so interesting. Well, and, and that's valuable too, because it's like, I think the forward piece as well um, might, might even be more motivating for people, but it's like, um, you know, what we're, what we are actually, that'll be very interesting. And I'm thinking now in the context of like what's happening in the world, like how important it is that we're all exploring this so that, cause this is all of this trauma, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. We'll get passed down for that long. Yeah. So it's really good that the United States is doing shadow work, like the history of the country is like coming up and people are dealing with it and people are saying, all right, so what, where, where do we go from now? Because we could have been a lot farther along if we didn't try to bury the history. If we were just like, all right, this is, this Mm -hmm. is everything that happened. Yeah. Now what do we do now? Where do we go? Because if we keep trying to hide it, we keep trying to bury it. We're going to be stuck in this, this, um, this energy. So it's like, we just need to get it out. And I think like, and, and it's like, there's some people that think that it's easier, but it's just easier to control people if you create the history, but it's becoming less and less easier to put because people keep waking up. Mm-hmm. We, we're going back to sleep, but then they get wake, waking up again. So yeah. now you see um, entertainment, you see content, you see music, everything's trying to be more interactive to get people's attention again. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. From from a hypnosis perspective, what wakes people up? Like what pulls somebody out of it? Um, so it depends on the language that they use during a session, like that I use during a session. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people, I tell them in the beginning, like when you hear my voice or like my voice is the only thing that can go through the bubble and then I can say the bubble is gone or, um, sometimes I do have to repeat myself, but usually when I say it's time to wake up now, mm, okay. it's time to wake up now brings people out. I'm curious, like, I'm thinking like on a larger scale, like, um, with some of the programming and things where people are kind of like, they don't even realize they're in a trance, I think to some extent with certain, certain things and moving the world. And then if there's anything that is like pulling them out, like I've heard, I don't know if this is true. Like if people, if somebody tries to tell you to do something under hypnosis, that's against your morals. Like you just won't, like you'll get pulled out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. So if unless they work with you for a long period of time, yeah. So if it, if it, if you came to live with this, the hypnotherapist for a year, for example, and they they consistently brainwash you, built rapport, mm. have them fully trust you, then you could essentially tell someone to okay. do something that was against their morals because then their trusting you was override. Okay, so the trust. That that's that's the big one. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it just highlights, you know, discernment, <laughs> discernment more than ever before. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's. I'm glad everything's like actually coming up. And I always felt like, kind of going back to the school thing. I mean, history. The way we're taught history, it's bullshit, in my opinion. Like, I'm like, we, like we haven't learned. 
<laughs> like we haven't learned. So can we finally learn? Um, so I'm glad that it's really things are coming up. Um, the truth rises with the frequency shifts, I believe, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know we're almost out of time. Um, this has been so amazing. I want to hear about like what, what offers are coming up for you. This is going to be posted pretty quickly. So I'm sure people are going to want to learn more from you. Um, and I know you have a lot of different amazing programs. So what's currently coming up for you? What can people check out? Yeah. So, um, definitely check out my, um, subliminal set bundle. That's, I always recommend people start working. If you're curious to start training your brain, start to be more aware of your subconscious mind, try to take control of that. Um, subliminals are a great way to start that communication with yourself to become more two with that. So, um, you can definitely check it out. There's different sets, but the bundle is 12 months and you can go through different processes, work on certain areas each month, make it your own brain training system, essentially. Love that. And is that something that you like, is it something you like listen to for however long during the day? Is it something that's during the night or how does that work? So there's um, two audios. So one's during the day. So you can listen to it while you work. Um, just don't listen to it while you're driving or any operating heavy <laughs> machinery. And then the other one you listen to overnight. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Subliminals. And so where can they, where can they check that out? And it's right on uh, fordinstitute.com, F-W-R-D institute.com. Okay. Amazing. And, um, where else can everybody connect with you? Um, so I'm actually on YouTube. You can search for Juliet C dot and then on Instagram. Perfect. All right. And we will put all of your links in the show notes. Juliet, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm just so honored to be able to exchange energy with you. Um, and just so grateful for you and sharing all of your knowledge. So thank you. Thank you for having me. How amazing is Juliet? I am so grateful that she came on the show and shared her knowledge, wisdom. Definitely head to her website, fwrdinstitute.com forward institute.com. And that's where you can find her subliminals, her sleep your way to 100k program and lots of other resources, trainings, all the good stuff. Be sure to follow her on Instagram at Juliet C. Abodo. Connect with her there, show her some love and check out all of her incredible content. And if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, tag me and Juliet so that we can see that you listened and enjoyed the show. And I always love to repost you when you do that and appreciate it so much when you do share the podcast. It supports me, the guest, the show, the production team so much. And I always really, really appreciate that. So thank you so, so much. That's going to be it for today's show. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.